Welcome to Story Mode, a video game podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Monroe, and tonight I'm joined by three boys who I have shocked into submission with various, um, just awful things I've said. Joel, Kyron, Simon, how we doing? How we being? How we feeling? Yeah, pretty good. I'm being shunned over a bookcase for some reason <laughs> I still don't quite understand, but... And here he is dragging it into the main episode. Yeah, of course. Got that. Gotta do it. I'm really feel. I'm feeling the energy for this week as well. Like normally, yeah, it's I can't think it's I had a stomach ache and I still do, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, we recorded we recorded dialogue options last night, and like I had a stomach ache by the end of it, it was gone. So yeah, the healing power of conversation. I thought you were going to say comedy. I'm like, that was a reach. No, I, was, I, would, <laughs> no, never, I, I would never use comedy to refer to I would say that the dog options that we did last night was actually quite funny. This one, yeah. <laughs> it's I a found it down, funny. Okay? I found it funny. Yeah, I, like, I like the episode we did. This episode. This episode, this episode, this episode, episode started. Has it happened, has it, has it happened Joel? Joel, tell us how this episode. What? Oh, you've walked into this one. <laughs> what Star Trek episode? I'm going to make, I'm going to make it easy for you. What Star Trek film would you compare this podcast that hasn't happened yet to? I don't watch Star Trek. It's fun. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Fair call. Wow. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's Let's get, get, execute. get out of this one. Just done. Jeez, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> done. I've got I nothing like left. People will be like, you know, if, if you listen, if this is your first story mode podcast, thanks. Are you are you lost? Like, <laughs> thank you. Stick yeah, around. How'd you end okay. up here? Like, <laughs> stay here. It's beautiful. It's like Silent Hill. Just walk into the town. Just just stay a while. Stay forever. <laughs> You'd probably be scrolling around and being like, oh, you know, this podcast is looks pretty funky, fresh. Funky is in. a word I would use. It looks pretty funky. <laughs> yeah, they're smaller podcasts. I'll give them a go, and they come in, and it's just all this like pre-existing lore and they're like oh i'm gonna have to listen to the last 70 episodes to get this no you don't have to listen to the last two no our lore is 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 uh th- thick but shallow <laughs> recently rooted chode of lore we're all a bunch of really charming dickheads in like yeah. various capacities yeah. Their very capacity is right <laughs> i'm at the bottom of that pile <sighs> All right. What have we been playing this week? Well, on on stream, I played God of War 2018. Decided to give That's it a easy. proper go uh, for the first time. Have I did, you never I, played it? No, I, I played like, I don't know, maybe about an hour or two on uh, the PS4, but it it came at a really awkward time because I, I didn't have the, the time to sort of set aside and dedicate to it and properly appreciate it and also i found the controls just they weren't clicking with me for some reason i was like ah this is just it's not sitting with me but you know i appreciate it for what it is and i respect it for what it is and you know like no harm no foul as it were and then oh, i've been caught up Keep in the, up, buddy. <laughs> i've been caught up in the hype for ragnarok and you know it's god of god of war 2018 has always been one of those games i'm like i just need to give it a proper go I just need to sink my teeth into it so it can bite me back and we get dragged down into this fantastic rabbit hole together. And I was like, you know, I just need the motivation. And then all of all of this hype for Ragnarok's been kicking off. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to do it on P. I'm going to buy it on PC. And I'm going to stream my first real impressions of the game. And yeah, I did that here on Twitch. 
twitch.tv forward slash mode AUS. That's here. And um, <laughs> that's here. That's, that's right now. now. You're already like, here. Whoa. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, or any other good podcasting platform, and maybe you're watching us on our new YouTube channel at Story Road Gaming. Wow. <laughs> hey, that was really natural. Respect. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gunning for a position at an E3 showcase to be one of the Twitch streamers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got to, I got to uh, the bottom of the mountain. Um, that that location, I met uh, quite a few fun characters. Um, you meet the big grass turtle yet? Uh, grass no. Turtle. Hell's yeah! Not yet. Grass turtles the best. <laughs> Not yet. I did meet the um, quite attractive forest witch. And the she lives in the grass turtle. Yeah, you would have been. Oh yeah, sorry, that grass turtle. Right, no, yeah, sorry. big, big the grass yeah. turtle. No. There's not, yeah. yeah, there's not more than one. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, grass turtle. Sorry for the grass turtle for, like, spoilers. There's, there is only <laughs> one grass turtle. <laughs> so, sorry for all the grass turtle fans out there. Yeah, that's the grass turtle. I, I did that's actually far. make a comparison to Torterra, the Pokemon, because that's like one of my favorite Pokemon. Like, Simon, this is why you and I get along because we respect Torterra. Yeah, Tor- Torterra is. Did you awesome. squeal as well when Detective Pikachu, like the main set piece, was Torterra? Yeah, I was like, like yeah, what yeah, that was so good. That was so. Good. I was like, mm, my boy, my my Gen Four boy. Um, it's like I'm standing up. He's killing hundreds. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's, like, it's their fault for not recognizing the fact that they are standing on, you know, giant Torterra. So it's their fault. It's not, you know. Yeah, but there's some like Wobbuffet. Well, I mean, like, you're, not, you're not going to blame a lion the back of this turtle. You're not going to blame a lion for mauling someone to death if they're carrying around a packet of beef jerky, are you? Y- you no, should watch. That's on you. No, no, no. <laughs> All I'm saying okay. is a Pokemon world is a ter- terrifying world to imagine living in. It is. Actually. I would yeah, not true. survive a week. <laughs> <laughs> also, sorry, a-, a lion attacking somebody with some beef jerky in the pocket, very particular situation there, whatever. Don't have the beef jerky pocket. Eat the beef jerky. But when a lion attacks the a zebra, yes, I would chastise the beast. Okay, I'd have <laughs> harsh <laughs> words. For, for I cheer and I boo when I watch David Attenborough um, documentary. Okay, <laughs> especially those ones where like it's about like dinosaurs, because I haven't watched okay, that yet. To all, oh, the, God. to all the documentary, okay, all the documentarians out there, and I know there's dozens of you listening. When it's all CGI. You can choose not to kill the baby dinosaurs. You know you can do that, right? You know you don't have to break our heart. <laughs> it could be happy. I think it, it could be the- fine. We know what happens to the dinosaurs at the end. It's not a good ending. I watched. I, th- I think I watched some of the first episodes of that. Doesn't it open with, like, baby dinosaurs just, like... Just getting just smushed get, just get out of eaten. existence. Just getting eaten. They're the fuel from swimming in the ocean, like, T-Rex, get out of the water. Yeah. Yep. You don't live there. Yep. And like a sharkosaurus eats them or something. I don't know. It didn't have to be there. Phenomenal. Just simply oh, don't God. have that scene. Okay. Poor character development. Cheap, <laughs> cheap thrills. Garbage Sounds like a bit of a dino thing. crisis. Hey. Well, that was okay. <laughs> I kind of wish we were talking about dino crisis in this episode because that would have a really good segue. We could just yeah, talk about dino crisis and how much we miss it. I missed on it. And the fact that it's never coming back. Yeah, I know it's not. But what is coming back is Resident Evil 4. We have a remake dropping next year. We're super excited about it. There was a big showcase. We got to see the most we've seen in the game so far, of the remake, obviously. Um, and I think Kyron and myself were vibrating on a different level <laughs> the day this came out, okay? Oh. Hovering. Um, you, if you saw, like, bright lights in the sky, that was... 
Um, the, the two, of our, two of us ascending. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We'll come back to talk about these games and obviously to pre-order them as well. But I'm going to th- stro- throw straight to you, Karen. Resident Evil 4, what did you think of the gameplay trailer we saw? Look, the the most the immediate thought I had, and I, I kind of expected it given how, you know, 2 and 3's remakes went, but um, one of the things, look, I love Resident Evil 4, but I also would, after having played it and, you know, so many years have gone by, I'm like, what if we went back and, like, made it scary? And it looks like Capcom's like, all right, I guess we'll do that. And I'm just, mm. yeah, let's go. Let's make Resident Evil 4 scary. So there's no point in us going back and telling, you know, explaining what Resident Evil 4 is because it is such a seminal game. Like, it is the game. It changed this a, is the lot game of, that- a lot of how a lot of games were made after it was released. Yeah, released. yeah. There is a, a very clear difference in, in horror games and just over-the-shoulder shooters yeah. before and after Resident Evil 4. It was the That was a Resident Evil game that got me into shooters, really, and horror games. It, it was a big game in my life, Resident Evil 4. And I agree, like, you, you think back of it, uh, you, think, you think back to it, and it's like, I want more of this, but I, I, I do want a different take on it. Yeah. And they've gone real dark on this and real intense. So... In the trailer, we get to see the the village fight, the infamous village fight at the start of the game, where you fight a bunch of Ganados and you fight um Doctor Sal- Doctor Salazar and his medical chainsaw. Salvador. Um, Salvador. Salazar's the Salazar's uh, Salazar's the, yeah, the, Lord Salazar. the, the dickhead at the end. Um, your right hand comes off. Doctor Salvador. Doctor Salvador. Yes. Um, we get to see that whole fight, and the area just looks different. It's smaller. It's a lot more cramped. Um, the, the good doctor can uh, break wooden structures to get to you. Ganadas will hold you to let him cut you in half. Um, you can set the cow on fire. That was oh, nice. and very cool. deliver a quippy one-liner afterwards. Yes. Confirming <laughs> that, the, that it will keep the campiness of Resi 4 alive. Yep. Where's everyone going? Bingo? <laughs> oh. Such a good game. A cool feature oh. as well, just to before in the village as well. You know that big tower you can climb up into? The clock tower that you used to have just like camp yeah. in? Yeah. So if you climb up that in this remake, I don't know what the conditions are, but it can it collapses. Oh. A bunch of previews I've seen. Um, a bunch of people who have previewed the game, sorry, were talking on Twitter, and they all had slightly different experiences. Like one went up to the clock tower and it collapsed. One of them was held by Ganado and just chopped up. There are a bunch of little context-sensitive things that will happen in that area, and I'm really hoping that they are just laid throughout the game because that's... Yeah. As somebody who's, who's quite, oh, you know, has intimate knowledge of the game, um, I want to be surprised still. Mm. And what I've seen so far, it looks like there are a lot of things they're tweaking. Even the story looks a little bit changed a little yeah. bit. Like, even, yeah. like, finding uh, the first of the uh, the cops that you go into town with in the in the house. Like, it's like, whoa, all right, this is how we're doing this now. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And apparently Leon it doesn't have the whole, like, super confident action hero vibes. Mm. He's a little bit like, hmm, hmm, this is weird. This, this is kind of <laughs> fucked. There's a real Resident yeah. Evil going on here. I've done this before. a training montage at the start that might, might also include Krauser as well, which will finally oh. give some, some backstory to Krauser. Oh, that, nice. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. I didn't know that. That's that awesome. Oh no! I, I'm so looking forward to that knife fight. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I know, well, that I knife know th- fight is going to be sick. Because <laughs> like, I know they've said they've scaled back a lot of the quick time event stuff, but I fu- I really hope they keep that 
Well, because like, that's no, the thing. Like, because like, now they've got. As it is. We, they see that, we see that very, very short clip of Leon sneaking around, right? Like, that, that, that Krauser fight, the second part at least, was very much like a hunt. Imagine how cool mm-hmm. that's going to be with like actual stealth and like sneaking as an option. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it looks like you could sneak past Ganada as well. Like, if you duck down, they can't see you out of a window, which is going to, I can already think of areas in the game where that will help a mm. lot. Um, but you brought up quick type of? events and the knife. You can now use that knife to block a motherfucking chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. At the cost of a knife, which is good balancing. Yes. Oh. There's a, there's a parry mechanic okay. that's awesome. Yeah, because basically the knife has durability now. You can repair it when you get to the merchant. Um, and different actions take bits of its like durability down, like stabbing someone and just that sort of stuff. And it looks like the chainsaw parry will break it, which makes it a good like last resort, but also your knife is then out of action. So it's, I really like that idea as a way to balance that. You, you know, you get one get out of jail free card. Yeah, one, yeah. But you be drop careful. your tail once. A bit like okay. uh, Metro Dread and, you know, if the Emmys caught you, you had those two oh, yeah. very <laughs> split-second opportunities to get out and run away. Yeah. Yep. So I like that. I, I think that's a really cool idea. One thing, though, um, was I see a lot of people sort of comparing it to Resident Evil 2 remake and how a lot of the secrets were still kept in. And that's what I want the most, I think, out of this, is like I want there to at least be the acknowledgement of the secrets of the original. Always shoot the big egg. Get the jewels. Also shoot the lake a bunch of times. Yes, definitely shoot the lake. (laughs) Definitely shoot the lake. And save the dog. Oh, wait. Controversy. Red herring. So in the original Resident Evil 4. I agree. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page with this. This has become the big controversy to come out of this game, um, the trailer so far. And the fact that we're all talking about it means they've nailed it. Mm. In the original Resident Evil 4, in the start of the game, when you're walking towards the village, you find a dog with his uh, leg trapped in a, in like a bear trap. And you let him out and he runs away. And later on, triumphant return, you're fighting an El Gigante. He comes in, howls, jumps down and no, no, bites it in the dick. I can't remember. <laughs> in this one, no, he's he is he is chunks of meat inside the game. He has been ripped to shreds. Kyron, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, they yeah. they will not do this. No, I, that, I would be. Nah, sh- nah, I nah. will eat a copy of the game. That dog's coming back. <laughs> it's just going to be somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I reckon. I can. It's going to be exactly where you think it's going to be. They're just they're just going to patch out that. Yeah, oh, the blood. Oh. I guess. So they're going to do like a Marvel movie trailer, like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like just yeah, pretty much. bait and switch. Yeah. Cause they, they can't because look, saving the dog at the game is good. Like you feel good for it. But it's that moment later in the game, the payoff, that's like, oh, okay. And then you can't lose that. So Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the, the gameplay yeah, it's, was good. But hmm. can we talk about that sweet story trailer as well? <laughs> They're just like you forget how bonkers and campy the story is. Yeah, Condor One <laughs> coming in to save the president's daughter. Oh. I also kind of want. I, I I know they said they're turning down the QTEs. There's one QTE I want left in the game, and it's the one where Salazar, when you throw the knife at him and he throws it back at you, and they're like, because again, when I when I was watching that cutscene, I was just like, I can put my controller down. 
And yep, sure did cop that knife in the face and died. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many memories of the game that come back to me because I think when people think of the game, they think of the knife fight. They think of old Chainsaw Mate. The lake. The regenerators. Shout out to the regenerators. Are Mm. one of the most truly terrifying enemies in the game, especially the first time you fight them when you don't have what you need to kill them. Imagine what they're going to be like in this. And you don't know that. (laughs) But also, I think what's really underrated is invisible bugs. You know one that spit acid? It was my second playthrough when one killed me uh, in the sewers below the castle. Oh. I, I hadn't. I wasn't killed by one of them in the first run. Second run, one of them grabbed me and spits, like just vomits acid onto my face while Leon screams and disintegrates. It is a bit much. I'm looking forward to that a lot. And I, I, I also, I'm real bummed that no trailer we've seen so far Ends with the merchant just saying, "What you buying?" All right, we got like, close. Imagine that you had that, and then they showed the collector's edition. We got yeah. close. That would be good. I'm the, still, um, I'm still adapting to the new merchant voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was interesting though at the end having like the um, big fatty merchant from Resident Evil Eight oh, from Village, yeah, from Village. Sort mm. of what's Duke. his name again? The Duke. The, the Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah. Like he like sort of. MCing the event and then him sort of dropping as like I've got to get I've got to go now I've got a meeting with another merchant and he sort of like alluded to something. I was like okay all right yeah he you mentions go. the Duke mentions the merchant a few times in Village and they're really hamming it up at this point it's like okay we get it there's only two people in this world that sell things <laughs> and they know each other yeah we get it and they've got like an in inside like hookup on where these Resident Evil protagonists are going. Yeah, because yeah, like exactly. that yeah, there, that's the money line. It. I'll go there. I'll clean them out. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon? Do you reckon the merchant will mention the Duke? I know I a think- fat fuck who would sell this for more. <laughs> I reckon. You know what? I reckon there might be. Might be. I. Re- I, I absolutely think there will. I, I think that's what that yeah. line that at the very end of the presentation, where it was just like, "I got to go." Oh, I've already said too much. Like I think. Just like, it's like I used to have a real tall wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> Or linked. Salacious. <laughs> Speaking of wives, Ada Wong, oh. I'm in love. I am simping like a madman. <laughs> I need, I need this it. especially because I don't, um, look, I don't know how many people here know Resi 6. All right. It's. No one does. Kyle. Good. Honestly, <laughs> no, no. What I, are you talking about? I envy you. But I need this this like comeback of Ada to just sort of wash away the memories of what happens to her character down the line because I just can't stand it. Spoiler alert! Go for it. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's I need to. I, I always need to like just double check really quickly because I want to make sure I don't get my Resi law wrong. <laughs> but um, in Resident Evil Six. Yeah, there's, there's this whole plot line about clones of Ada Wong and the real Ada is like Carla Redames or something. It's a fucking... It's all tied to like what? the C virus from Resident, Re- Resident Evil Re- Revelations. It's just... Oh. It gets real convoluted. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Wait. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Revelations is the game I've always wanted to play. Yep. That's the one on the boat, right? That's the boat one, yeah. yes. And it is and it's de- called it's the C virus. It is called the C virus. You sons C. of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Capcom know what they're doing, man. Weird confession, though. Like, I've I've played through Revelations. I played through it on the 3DS. Um, 
and like totally finished it. But I don't really remember that much about it. Oh, me neither. Honestly, me like, neither. I feel like I it was all just sort of, it's kind of like a nothing burger. Like it was all just yeah. Jill Valentine was in it, and that was good because it's yeah, I, like that was fun. We just need more of Jill and Claire. No offense yeah. to Leon and Chris, but like we need more Jill and Claire. You know what? <laughs> Get Rebecca in there as well. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't love Chris. More Leon though. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Leon boy. I mean, I don't have that much. You should play Resident it. Evil Two Remake, Joel. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. It's like dirt cheap right now on the PSN. Like dirt cheap, like twelve bucks Between or something. Ada, Leon Kennedy, and the Merchant. I've never simped harder for a fucking game. Say that much, <laughs> okay? And again, like this is with very fucking like. When we start checking in Krauser and like some of Salazar's dialogue, and he's right, like that fight against his like right hand man, and like oh yes, chief. I forgot about that. The only part of this game I'm not looking forward to doing it again is that last battle because piss easy when you have the mind dark gun. Well, here's the thing: I yeah, one of my the one thing I want for this game is I want Sadler to not suck because I I truly hate him in Resident Evil Four. I think he's so lame. <laughs> Do you mean like at the end when he transformed or just as a just character? Just in general. Like I didn't, I was just like, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, but again, this is a chance for him to sort of go back and then like, you know, do more with him. So that when I get to that point where he transforms and Ada throws me the infinite rocket launcher, I'm like, thanks, Ada. I'm going to blow the shit out of this guy <laughs> and, and enjoy it. I think they really haven't shown much of him. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe they are going to take a bit of a, a bit of a turn with him. Because I'm also hoping the um the fish fights a bit better. Yeah. It's iconic, but yeah. it's also not that fun. Yeah, it gets pretty old. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like he's throwing. Just make it make it a bit more dynamic. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, but that's what I like about the trailer. They showed a lot in the trailer, but when you really think about it, they're still keeping a lot of the later parts of the game, you know, under wraps. Like you know, Krauser, Sadler, the the island just in general. Yeah, just mm. all that other stuff is like they're keeping that pretty close to their chest so like yeah, hopefully think, there's no emissions like in resident <laughs> evil 3 that probably won't be but you never know yeah I, I think they are really sort of packaging these remakes as like if you haven't played resident evil properly this is a good starting point yeah. this is if you know if you've never played four then play four remake and you will get the full experience for the most part without the clunky tank controls and over the shoulder shooting and stuff like that so it's from all the previous I've seen, there's they're compared it to because obviously Resident Evil 2 remake was really good. Yeah, oh, good. incredible. <laughs> that was such a that was such a reimagining. That was a, mm. a, a completely different game to the original. Where they're saying this because of the time difference between this coming out and Resident Evil 4 coming out is a lot less. It is an improvement, but it's an improvement on one of the best games ever made. Mm. So it's very good. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Last of Us Part 1 scratched that itch for me where it's like, look, I've played this recently, but it's just the best way to possibly play this. If I get that from Resident Evil 4, oh. Hey, is it, uh, oh. is it March yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, the exact opposite feelings um, that I'm having towards Resident Evil 4, I'm having towards uh, Reverse. The game we all hey. thought that maybe it was maybe time had forgotten and we wanted to forget. Kyron, yeah. the fuck, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Why are you wasting money on this Capcom? Stop it. Stop it. Give Stop us it. the money. Give anyone the money. I don't give a, <laughs> I don't give a shit. You know what? Actually, maybe selfishly fund it. Like, make sure the guys making Reverse get paid because it's Neobards and they're making Sinehill F. So pay them. 
they're making Silent Hill F. Yep. Neobard hmm. Entertainment, the guys who made who made this, who made Reverse and I think Resistance and a few like HD ports. We'll get to Silent Hill later, but the whiplash I've just felt. I know. I know. It's important the- to remember they are a development studio and they develop what they're told to develop, though. So I'm yeah. not I'm not yeah. holding it against them. But Reverse mm-hmm. does look incredibly below average as a as a as an experience fact, just in general. The fact that they had the audacity to like treat it like a PUBG trailer with like the same style of music with that. Wow! Yeah, that felt really like, strange. Oh, this feels and like I'm watching the, a trailer for like, like a, the a emotes and stuff game. and all that. I'm like, no, yeah, guys, it was it. just, just it like felt like a character gosh. trailer for another game. So these skins were being put into like a PUBG or a Fortnite, and this was the character trailer. Put them in Fortnite for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. Cool. Make everyone mold people in Fortnite. I don't give a Do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They're going to rip off a different game, so it might as well be Resident Evil. Yeah, true. Let's true. move on to a trailer that is... Oh, a lot of whiplash in this episode. We're going from good to bad to good to bad, okay? I'm not going to speak much on this one because I think I need to let others have the floor here, but I will say that this trailer has... Comp- not turned me around because I was already slightly intrigued, but this new Final Fantasy 16 trailer, Ascension trailer, is one of the coolest goddamn things I've seen. If it wasn't for that God of War trailer a few uh, weeks ago, this would be the trailer of the year so far. I think that's a fair statement. Um, for me, it is, because I haven't just, watched that Ragnarok trailer, so this is my trailer of the year. <laughs> oh, once, once Ragnarok comes out and you finish it, go back and watch that trailer and just imagine how hype you would have been. Yeah. It's very, it's very, very yeah. good. Um, for sure. This, this, this Final Fantasy 16 trailer, though, has come, I was saying before the show, at the perfect time because I just finished watching um, House of the Dragon. Brilliant. Rise, uh, Rings of Power. Brilliant. So I'm peak for fantasy and political intrigue and houses fighting against each other. And that's what this trailer is. It lines up the different houses that are, are warring in, 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 the, uh, in the new game. Simon, just what's happening? What's happening with this? All right. So from what we get shown in this trailer um basically introduction to the various city states that populate this world uh and the values that they hold and how like oh you know tradition reigns true for this place but ambition is wholly in this other place and etc etc like oh they're uh the dalmeskians or whatever it was like their uh their fortunes shift with the sands stuff like that so we get a little bit of an introduction to each of the main city-states, their values, and also we get a little bit of a spotlight on each area's dominant. Now, for a reminder, who, for those who might not be caught up, a dominant is someone who can channel the power of an icon, which have been the godlike beings and the big summons from previous Final Fantasy games. So your Ifrits, your Shivas, your Odins, your Titans, Garudas, etc. Um, and, yeah, there's... <laughs> A lot of interesting stuff going on. There's a lot to unpack in this trailer, and it's so goddamn gorgeous to look at as well. Like, oh, I just love it. And Can answer, sorry, answer a question with this. Go for it. I think one of the coolest parts of this trailer is to reveal that these icons are sort of in the bodies of these, the dominants. Yes. But seem to be using them as a vessel? <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it's like quite quite narrative vibes. I, I agree with that. So that it's really cool. <laughs> so he's holding the, the dominance to use the icon. It's like like a symbiotic relationship 
but mm. inherently the icon is more powerful and will move on to another host when the dominant dies. That's the thing. And that's, um, I guess, sort of the the undertone of this whole trailer is that these icons, these dominants, these people are only being used by their city-states as weapons. And that's so far as the city-states are concerned. Like, they only think of these people as the weapons, as the dominant that they hold. They don't think about them as an individual or anything like that. So there seems to be this sort of growing discontent amongst all of the dominants about how they're being treated by their city-states and how much of a problem that is. And, like, the last couple of lines of the trailer sort of hint that maybe there's an uprising that gets instigated and it will be awesome spectacle as, like, all of the massive fucking deities come to life and destroy shit because fuck yeah i wanna i wanna watch bahamut and odin and titan just destroy a city oh for the fun I just of it remind like, me of that last mm. trailer we got when there's their names were like the so choir song yeah. yeah so Bye good <laughs> shout out shout out to my boy masayoshi soken all right i bring oh. the bloody show absolutely like <laughs> I'm planning on going to FanFest in January 2024, and if I get an opportunity to buy that man a drink, I'm buying him as many fucking drinks as he wants. Yeah, no limit. No limit on the drinks. a genius of a composer. He I'm going to have to go back to this moment. <clears throat> Simon, you're, I love you're, you're, I, I calmed down about Ada Wong, so you need to calm down here as well, okay? <laughs> um, I will remember this moment, though. And look, I hope you get to meet him. But if I, I, have, to do, I, if I have to do the same edit I did... For oh. our fact episode, I will. Oh my god! Oh. You just made a big call there, sir. Wow. Oof. That's yeah. rough. If knock I it get back, to meet knock him. it back. <laughs> if I get to meet him, all right. Buy him whatever he wants. <laughs> I tell you what, you heard, you heard me first. The talent um, in those Square Enix composers is just insane. Ah, oh, incredible. <laughs> It's they know so, so many of the good. best. Like, there's like, we use Soken, we use Joko Shimamu, you know, just like, yeah. just plucking and just like making these incredible soundtracks. Jeez, my God. I've been to a few like video game orchestras and they play like a mixture of a bunch of different games. And I've always been quite impressed by the Final Fantasy stuff. Mm. But whenever like, an indiv- individual sort of Final Fantasy centric orchestra comes to town, um, oh. my partner will go every single time. And I've never gone. I think I'll be going next time the yeah. i think it was in 2019 when distant world was in australia that mm. was one of the best things i've seen in my life that was oh, it was beautiful have you guys, uh, uh, simon and joel have you guys been to a video game orchestra i have not like a symphony i went to one at pax like we oh, had like, like a smallish indie, one, indie, one? Uh, indie games one that was, was good that oh, was, that was cool. so good it was yeah. like hollow knight and um mm. what was, yeah what's that mobile phone game joel um uh Angry Birds. Yep. Agent A, is it? No. The, the one no. with the, Sleeper. the love story one that's like. Tell, Facebook. Oh. Hinge. Oh, um, oh Florence. 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 There we Florence. go. We got there. Yeah. Or oh, you can edit that. <laughs> no, you didn't. didn't see. <laughs> or you can make it go <laughs> longer if you want. I, the last one I went Snoop to, it. um, we went to Sydney for a Pokemon one. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. And they just played all the like really recognizable songs from Pokemon games and they played them up on the screen. That yeah. was cool. And before that, I saw. One and at the end, they played all the music from um, Soul Calibur, and Ooh, then they got two job. of Australia's best players on stage to fight each other live oh while the orchestra God. played. 
That's not, not in game. They just they just had to fight each other. One it's fine to the music. Okay? Just the, this is a symphony, and people are up cheering, sh- shouting. It was so hype. So, like well, when, when, I, when I went to that distant worlds, it was actually really well timed because it was. You know, Seven Remake was around the corner, so oh, they actually yeah. dedicated a chunk of it. Like, we're just going to play a bunch of Seven songs. So I got to hear like That's all my cool. favorite songs by the orchestra. I was like, I this I peaked. This is as good as my life gets <laughs> until it happens well, again. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, always always a highlight of FanFest um, is the live concert performances. So they have, I believe, she's um, an individual pianist, Keiko. I'm probably mispronouncing her name, um, but she's incredible. And previously, when they did it online and all the fan fest was live streamed, that performance, the music, like the piano performances, were just incredible. And I was almost moved to tears in a few places. Like it's just so stunning. And this is just Final Fantasy 14 stuff. And like ah. Then the then the the band, the in-house band, the primals, they come on stage and they fucking smash out the park. And another thing I love it's, about them, like they they had like originally they had the black mages, never got the primals. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's so good. Is, um, handling of their music is just awesome. Absolutely, and the fact that like I know when I was listening to the very first trailer for Final Fantasy sixteen. I was listening to the music, and I'm like, this is very Soken. I'm pretty sure this is Soken. Like, I'm almost certain of it. And then later it was revealed that he was doing the music, and I was like, I fucking knew it. Like, I know he's, he's got so many, like, characteristics in his music. Nothing's ever the same, but it's all got that little bit of flavor. It's all got that little bit of Soken seasoning. And the man is incredible. He's just got... <laughs> Don't pull that face, Soken Jesse. seasoning? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I have a dictionary look at that one. That's lie, that's lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> you know nothing. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Yes, nothing yet. I will define it. <laughs> uh, go on with the little show, I'll I'll be, I'll be doing this. I think but, like Yeah. Go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, for someone who is like let's face it, a basic bitch when it comes to all this like fun fancy stuff. Like I haven't played many at all. Um but I I like I loved Seven Remake. I Hell adored yeah. that game. Yeah, I yeah. was I was in on that. And because of that, and now seeing 16, I'm like, yeah, I'm playing this game. I'm in absolutely back in my mind every time I see 16, I'm like, that's right. They pushed the DMC guy. <laughs> And that was the other thing that's sticking in my mind. I'm like, oh man, that's that's very exciting. And I just love that part in this trailer where it sort of wasn't exactly seamlessly, but it just like transitioned from like cutscenes straight into combat. Um mm. and it was just like, cool. oh wow, that's cool. All right, I'm excited for that kind of thing. And also wow, what- it's sorry, it's like fantasy kaiju fights. Yeah, yeah. I was just about like, to say that. Like, like, yeah, it's Attack on Titan with like with yes. Final Fantasy summons. I'm in. That oh, sounds like Attack yeah. on Titan as well, but there was a very Attack on Titan moment in this. Yeah. Like, very. Mm. I'm like, okay. Some but, of it, I, I got like, I got some like, like from software vibes from some of it as well. Like, just the scale well, cause and cause of the, the grandeur. Just because of the particular like take on fantasy they're going with, absolutely. Like, yeah, true. And like, yep. just like to. 
because you know it's always been Final Fantasy, but when you come, when they come back to the fantasy, like those games mm. always always let's hit final more fantasy. It's it's quite interesting that you mention that though, Kyron, because I've seen so much discourse on Twitter because Twitter is an absolute oh. hellhole full Absolutely of some is. of the worst takes humanity's ever conjured up. I don't know, I think endlessly entertaining, <laughs> but also an absolute mess. And so many people are like. But this is Final Fantasy, and yeah, I'm like, don't yeah, play it, fucking dweeb. That's, that's oh how you know. God. That's how, how you know it is that? a proper Final Fantasy because there's some little bitch online complaining that it isn't a real Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, shut you know the how fuck I know up. it's a Final Fantasy because it's called Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, crazy, that's all, and that's all it <laughs> needs to be. This, yeah, this franchise has been everything. It's been rhythm yeah. games. It's been fantasy. It's been steampunk. It's it's whatever the fucking game wants to be. It's been a racing yeah. game. It's been a racing it game. It's been a like yeah. a wrestling game or whatever. Oh guys, with class. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. halfway through the trailer. I was like, "Okay, this is speaking to me. This is really cool. The drama of it, and just like the political intrigue, really, really drew me in." But in the back of my head, I was like, "But it's gonna be Final Fantasy combat, and I don't like Final Fantasy combat." And then it's as not- it progressed a little bit, I'm like, oh, "I kind of wish this was like more Elden Ring in its combat." <laughs> but then I remembered that it's not really turn based anymore. It's it's it an is- action game now. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it started up, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, I mean, whoa, yep. hey, hello. <laughs> um, this may be a day one purchase for me, and that feels weird to say. Can't believe I've never been this, into this franchise. If this hits its date right and comes out in the middle of next year, I get to have the shot of Tears of a Kingdom, and then the chaser is Final Fantasy 16, and I'm not ready yeah. for that. I'm not ready for that life. Yeah. That's, like, that's, that's going to spoil gonna be- me. <laughs> That's going to be a really? hard. Did, but did you eat your um? Did you eat your vegetables in Stranger Paradise? No, I, <laughs> I want <laughs> to. Go back and I really want Strangers, to play it. Strangers of Paradise is, from what I have seen, actually really I fun. Want it's to definitely kill a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> I kill chaos. I just couldn't wrap my head around the com- like the flow of combat properly. So that's on me. Again, but, it's you know. it, it's like it's Final Fantasy's take on. Dark Souls for better or worse. Sort of, yeah. It's like What's Sekiro. the name of the guy who wants to kill Chaos? It's like Jack. 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 Fuck, okay, Jack, Garland. Jack Garland. Jack Garland. My Jack Garland and my I mean, merchant from Resident Evil, Zach same voice. Let's not get too crazy because like, the, the protagonist of Final Fantasy 16 is called Clive. So yeah, Clive and his younger and, um, brother Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> That's it. And I was these like, aren't these aren't fancy like, names. These are names. That's my cousin's <laughs> name. <laughs> and you know but what? I you think- know what? After sitting for House of a Dragon, I'll take it. If I, if <laughs> oh I need one more character called Aegon, I'm walking to the ocean. And Bacarus <laughs> and Aegon and Aemon and Aaron and Daemon and everything. Daemon. Just, oh, but I think, it's, I think it's somebody and- needs to buy. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Robert Martin, one of those baby naming books. I think it's like Japan's version of like oh, exotic God. names. I think is like well, I, oh, yeah. maybe that's the way I'm sort of like in, like taking it. No. Yeah, See, like because it's, it's not a normal name for them. So you're right, but I feel like it's also like steered. To, like you had all the weird names. Like you had True. like Yuna, and you had you know Cloud and Bar- you know, stuff Zach like that, which Fair. wasn't Vincent yeah, Valentine. Like, <laughs> Exactly, like it's not straightforward names. Everything's a little bit weird, and now they've sort of overcorrected a little bit, but they've overcorrected just that touch too much, and now it's like Ralph. I'm and- John Everyman. <laughs> I'm wait, yeah. I'm waiting for one of the characters to be called like Joe Blogs. Like that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> just like- Look, as long as as long it's as him, Sid it's John is still Smith. there, just give me oh, a look, Sid. 
I've seen people speculating that Sid is uh, the Titan dominant, and oh, I yeah. really hope so. That'd be cool. Because That'd be that cool. would be so much fucking for fun. Or people have been saying that he might be um, Ramu, oh, in which yeah. case he'd be a Thunder God. So it'd be oh. Thunder God Sid again, and I'm like, you sons of bitches. That would make sense as well. Oh, that would be a, that'd be, that'd be a nice little... Can it be 2023? Like, like, everything I want is there. It's just like, yeah. it's so close. No offense, God of War Ragnarok. I love you and I want to play you, but I look at 2023 and I'm like, oh. I well, think actually that's an interesting point, though, that uh, God of War is like taking the last opportunity before everything goes fucking mental next year. I wait, really... sorry, sorry. I think let's be let's be fair here. If they wanted to move God of War to to March next year, everything else would move for it. I don't know. It's not taking its last opportunity to be like, oh no, bigger games are coming out. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying now. in the sense that like, oh no, bigger games are coming out. I'm saying like this is the last opportunity before the competition starts heating up pretty strongly. Yeah, it's a good time for it to come out. It's like this year. <laughs> it's just lucky it came out after Sparks of Hope. I that much. <laughs> Right. You enjoying it? I love it so much, so <laughs> much. Also, wait, so just real quickly, talk about games coming out. Have you guys seen the Sonic um, Frontiers previews? That it's like Tony Hawk. <laughs> Apparently, it's pretty good. Oh, I haven't sorry, actually. Sorry, I haven't seen any of the. Pre- you just said like it's I, like Tony Hawk. I think that the IGN preview, like um, Mitch, the guy who did it. He, I saw a throwaway line about him, him like being like, it's kind of like Tony Hawk, and I was like, well, that's the most interesting thing I've heard about Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, <laughs> and also just like everyone else, just imagine like Goldfinger playing while you're running up walls <sighs> of Sonic, and just be like, why don't they just make a skating game with Sonic? Well, they like did a, like a parkour game more, so you're not actually okay. so you're rolling around so. Because they made that they made that Sonic skateboard hoverboarding game. I forget what the fuck it's called. Uh, and Sonic let's, Riders. Let's get out of the green Why do I know that? Why? Uh, let's get out of the, let's get you out hate Sonic. Fan, Joel, you love I Sonic. I hate Sonic. No, anyway. you don't. You love Sonic. <laughs> Joel always tells me on Dolphin how much he loves Sonic. If anyone talks over my brilliant segue <laughs> one more time, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> no, you know what? You don't get it. You don't get it. Nobody gets it. Hey, listeners, current Simon Joel Blocky is. Lucky yeah. is. I'm looking. Take your headphones off. Take your headphones off. Okay? So Both of them, Simon. Okay? Listeners, this is just for you. Hey, guys. I can't believe I'm Simon, shut that. the fuck up. <laughs> hey, guys. Let's get out of the Green Hill Zone and head into the Silent Hill Zone. That's my second Is it done Enjoy. yet? It's done. You can come back in the room. <laughs> you guys missed out. Okay? What? I was spitting sweet <laughs> <What>? honey. <laughs> I want Silent some taquitos. Hill. Let's talk about Silent Hill. Okay. Which bit of Silent Hill do you well, want to talk start. about? At the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I right. looked at what that I was talking very... about here, and it's at the bottom, but definitely I mean, to, not. To be fair, with my limited knowledge of Silent Hill, that seems very on brand, though, to For do Silent Hill. Like, yeah, sure. Let's like, like, start in the middle. middle. <laughs> also, every good pizza, you start from the middle if you think about it. What? I mean, Why are you looking at me like that? No, no, you don't edit that pause out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. And like, if you think about it, the bit of the pizza that you start eating is the middle of yeah. the pizza. Every, that was a everything. pregnant pause, but the pregnancy was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so what? was I. What's your point? Yeah, that's that's me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Wow. Speaking of accidents, Bloober Team are going to be remaking Silent Hill 2. 
And <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Karen, you're you're a massive Silent Hill fan. I've actually never played Silent Hill. It's one of those games that I've respected from a distance, but I'm very keen to get into it. It's if, if it was kind of more like easy to access the game. Oh, if only Jesse, we could just if like only. get the classic games. You can play a really average port on Xbox because the, the HD collection is backwards compatible. But um, and we could also be playing a very average port of it next year because the part of this that I do understand is Bloober Team. Mm. And I, I look, I hope they come out and they smash that the park, but I, I played medium when it came out. I was excited for it and I was supremely let down by the game. I found it an absolute exercise in tedium. It was, it was boring. And the, the big technical marvels of it, the loading up two worlds at once didn't feel like anything. It just felt like, I felt like other games have done this before. My, like when I when I first hit one of those segments in the medium and it loaded, it was like, oh, look, I could run both worlds at once. I'm like, but I just, why can't I not just focus on one? I don't want to be looking at my screen and have it be split screen down the middle. This is annoying. Yeah, why don't we make one interesting world? Yeah, I don't know. Not not two. Well, no, because the story demands that there's two worlds. But and yeah, I'm glad they didn't make a sequel when they had three worlds. <laughs> Look, we need to be, we just need to be honest and come clean. Like the medium, it I mean it worked as well. Aptly named. It, it feels yeah, it aptly named and was it really does feel like their Silent Hill audition, right? I don't I think they nailed the audition. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. No. I've only well, played maybe like other places didn't audition. First hours. Well, but, um, do you remember Jesse um vaguely. like a year and a bit ago? when we were talking about, like, some weird, like, hot takes about gaming, and I said that Konami should sell the rights to Silent Hill to Capcom, because Capcom now has to make fucking incredible horror games. That. I stand by that. Ooh. Now, the, uh, okay, so, because he, here's where I'm at, right? What I like about Silent Hill is that it's psychological horror, and I don't and know that Capcom Resident Evil. have that in their wheelhouse. <laughs> They, Maybe like they, not like, Resident Village had that little segment in, you know, House Buena Vida, which was, like, cool. But even that was more sort of grotesque horror. Mm. The person who could save the franchise had it I for, us, for a, a fleeting minute. Yes. Somebody yeah, who was, knows how to mess with people's brains on a, we, like we a brain surgeon. <laughs> it's still on my PS4. It still exists. <sighs> and now he's been relegated to doing, doing podcasts on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Killy news bits. They're really good. They're really they good. Are. I've, I've listened to a couple. They're good. He's um, interviewing the guy who did um, Triple R in that Indian action film. Oh, oh I yeah, the he, action he, film yet? But he interviewed him, and he's like, he's that excited to interview him. They've changed the entire schedule of the episodes coming out. Like he's bringing it out early because he wants people to awesome. hear it. I, I saw when he met him, and he, I, know, I saw when he face scanned him as well because Kojima's just collecting all these like heroes' faces. I guess. Yeah, he's 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 really yeah. Building his own little metaverse, isn't he? <laughs> but this will actually be fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I want to be. Uh, I want to be in Kojima's metaverse. Yeah, but Simon, I would throw the word actual- "fun" around. Yeah. It will be contemplative. It's going to be Death Stranding too. Not fun, <laughs> but that's it. No, that's, that's how he's going to launch Death Stranding too. I like. I like Death Stranding. It's going to be. It's going to be a metaverse Me style experience. And so you're why? Gonna- but it's not fun. <laughs> I didn't say it was I, fun. I just liked it. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I- Fucking love that game. So I, I will build roads for the rest of my life in that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then drive on. Chuck us, anyway, chuck us some low roar, and I'm off. Oh, Silent Hill so Two good. is coming back. 
for better or worse. I don't know. Obviously, that's the talk. I feel like I almost feel bad for a remake because that is overshadowing the trailer, right? Is this discussion about Bloober Team and it is. It's warranted because again, there's plenty of you can you can go and look up as many threads about the the long list of things that they sort of get wrong with the medium in a in terms of like, you know, mental health and trauma and all this stuff. It's inc- very, very, you know, damaging. And to be picking up Silent Hill 2, if the leash, leash is held short, I could see it working. But even then, there are still things I'm worried about. Like, I hope they keep fixed cameras in a lot of the in- interior areas because that's so integral to what... Some of the best ways that Silent Hill 2 just messes with you is just when it just goes... Just takes the... But here's the thing. This remake will hinge on one moment. That's one of my favorite weird things to Silent Hill 2. There's like a part in a prison and there's this like monster you can hear. You can hear this prison monster, but you can't turn the camera to look at it. I'm pretty sure you can shoot it and it it make it has like a death sound and everything, but it's just you can't look at it. If Ooh. I look, if I can see that monster in this remake, I will consider it a failure. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's that same rule as like um uh, as Alien. The monster's scariest when you can't see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, Silent Hill 2 is Silent Hill in general is at its best when you're not. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah. Fr- from yeah. someone, from someone who <laughs> like is a big baby when it comes to horror, but like enjoys the idea of horror. Like the scariest things are the things that you make up in your mind, and that's mm. like it. it yeah, no, it, as soon as you see it, it becomes less scary. That's 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 like horror one hundred and one. That's like, what makes PT so good. Because you yes. were imagining what's around yes. every corner, and that game had too many corners. That it, game was literally building around the premise of what's around the corner. It's all yeah. corners. <laughs> it's all yeah, corners. It was, it was all corners. But also, like you, you raise an interesting point there, Joel. Where like I also think it's not necessarily the best way to do horror, leaving things up to the imagination. But sometimes the best bits of storytelling are the bits you don't tell, and you leave the implications there for people to make up the finer details and, you know, fill in the blanks on their own. And, like, with Silent Hill, I feel like... I feel like Bloober Team just... I don't have the confidence in them to give this... They've got an impossible task in front of them, one way or the other. Yeah. I don't envy them. (laughs) No, absolutely not. And, like, to their credit, hey, they make some games that... People do enjoy. People will enjoy their games, hundred percent. Put and so put that on the box quote. <laughs> yeah, there people, you go. That's the one. Some people will enjoy it, I guess. Um, people but, have played our games. <laughs> yeah, some but of them enjoy Silent them. Hill Two. It's got like this this almost mythical quality to it. Everyone who plays Silent Hill Two talks about how incredible it is and how impactful it is and how it handles certain things and the twists and the turns and, you know, some of the some of the jokes as well, like the dog and stuff like that. There's a lot about this game that is people are almost fanatical about. And I unless- can confirm that. I'm pretty fanatical about Silent Hill 2. <laughs> I can confirm that as well. Karen is very fanatical about it. <laughs> I can confirm Joel knows it. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm Jesse knows that Joel knows. <laughs> We're all going to tell us back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like it's just Bloober Team need to make sure that this is the perfect version of Silent Hill 2. And no matter what they do, they are going to disappoint some people. There are going to be some people that aren't going to be happy with the end product. But if they can get the majority of Silent Hill 2 fans happy, then that's 
Like, that is the sort of thing that they can make a fucking trophy case for. It really I is, think- honestly, because the fan base is already against it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and, and for that reason, I actually don't think they will. It doesn't matter how good this is, there will be some Silent Hill fans who are simply, this is not the original Silent Hill 2. I do not like it. Because yeah, that's exactly how it's going to go down. Look, I, like I said, I didn't like the medium. Mechanically, it was a bit lackluster, but the part I, I didn't like is, is the way it handled the um, subject matter. Exactly. And Silent Hill 2 deals with that subject matter on a completely different level. Like it is, yeah. it is, it is emotionally terrifying that game, and I just, I really hope that because they're basically ad- ad- adapting an existing story, they can just amplify it in some spots. Yeah, but it'd also like, be interesting to see how how do they change it for modern horror audiences? Because horror games are now action games. Horror games are now just jump scares. They don't really like, deal with psychological stuff as much anymore. So the the, the player base has changed. Even, even like Silent Hill fans have changed probably without knowing it. And they'll look back and it's like, once you got those rose tinted glasses off, how are you going to feel? Like one of the things that's going to be like, just, in, I mean, obviously, as we said, this making, remaking this game is impossible for a great studio, but for Blue Bird, it's a big challenge. But I, one oh. of the most important things I think is going to be balancing the combat because it that's has to walk concern. that line of, you can't be like, for late, like later Silent Hills, where you felt like you were from the goddamn army and you were just like mowing down monsters. You can't have that, but also you don't want it to feel bad to play. You need to strike that middle ground where James isn't good at combat, but isn't frustrating to control or like use. You know what game they need to take big cues from? Alien Isolation. Yeah, I think so too. It, it, it's what you don't see that scares the shit out of you. You never, you never feel indestructible, but you also never feel totally helpless unless the kind of moment requires you to be i i want that i mean different games but i want that same feeling of tension there's one thing i again i have no real reason for this fear but it's just it's a rationally in the back of my head that they're gonna include more of um more just maybe even turn him into somewhat of a um pursuer enemy the red pyramid thing it's just like in the back of my mind like i don't know they i feel like that they might throw in more sections where he just pursues you. And I don't really want that because he's already mm-hmm. used outside of Silent Hill 2 at this point anyway. Yeah, yeah. Man, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't explain why I'm worried about that happening, but I just feel like if Konami is remaking this because of the success of like those Resident Evil remakes, which let's be honest, probably is a big Absolutely. contributing factor. Uh, I worry that they'd be like, oh, but yeah, those games have these pursuer enemies and we've got Pyramid Head. There's already a couple of sections where he follows you. What if we just have like more of those? And I, I hope that doesn't happen. I know that's, that's straying more into like unreasonable fear for this remake, but now that's kind of where I'm at because the first trailer, it, I, I, I almost worry about showing too much already from that game as well, but that's just because I played it. And, and some of those sequences and the dialogue, I'm like, all right, you're just whacking that in there. Fair enough. Again, um, as an outsider, I am just excited to finally be able to play that story. Yeah, that's, no, that's, I just I hope that play it's, the best version of that story. I know, but well, I'll take what I can get. The original does still exist. Old hardware still exists, and there's a few other alternative options. I'm just in that out edition. Jesse's muted himself. <laughs> yeah, I think Jesse's muted himself. I muted myself, so. and there was a reason behind that, okay? So I would like to just tell you about my last minute or so of abject failure as a host, okay? 
Oh boy. And Joel may know what's happened here. Okay. Oh no. I have been drinking these Diet Right passion fruit drinks. <laughs> I need to pee. Okay. And I thought I'll throw to Silent Hill Ascension. Okay. That's something that I give no fucks about. <laughs> I will throw to the group. Un- I'll go to the bathroom. I'll run back. How can I tell these sweet lads without interrupting the flow of this podcast? I know. I'll send them a quick, quick chat on Discord. I forgot <laughs> that Discord is feeding into OBS. So everyone just saw me say, hey, guys, I'm throwing the Ascension Market P. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've got the stream open on my I other monitor. And I was just going like, to steer into that. Okay. Does Jesse know that he's doing I'm this? I'm going to own the moment. Okay. Just own it. You, you've just got to own the moment. This sometimes. is Jesse Silent Hill. That was my blooper <laughs> team moment, okay? <laughs> blooper team. All right. Oh, now, we're going to go back to normal, normal, um, uh, you know, business as usual, usual proceedings, proceedings, if you will. We're going to act like this little, this little sidebar never happened, and we're just going to roll with it. All right. All right. This well, will be yeah. on the podcast because Excellent. nothing's being edited out. Yeah. We're also getting Silent Hill Ascension, which is some sort of like TV um bullshit. Live stream uh, interactive. Hey. Okay. Integrated thingy. I don't I'm, quite know. I don't know either, but I'm kinda into this. I kind I'm a sucker for this kind of shit. And it's probably gonna be awful, but like That's the thing. I don't know. I'm I I don't know. I'm, put, I'm I'm curious. I'm going to put my my skeptic glasses on, not like I ever really take them off. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to be the disenfranchised, disillusioned, grumpy old bastard that I am. It's Konami, all right. Look, Konami come out of the woodwork once a year, release a half baked, half conceived fucking game, shit it out on every storefront, and go. All right, we're done for the year. All right, let's go back to making fucking gambling. Yeah, woo, cool. Uh, that's all they've done for the past four or five years. It seems like they've gone, okay, well, people really want Silent Hill, so we might as well give them Silent Hill. Hey, Blueber Team, you do some horror games, I guess. Yeah, sure, cool, come on. And what else can we do? How else can we milk this Silent Hill franchise a little bit with some new stuff? You know, don't want to go back to the gambling with Silent Hill. We'll do something a little bit different. Jesse's finished peeing. You know, let's see what else we can do. So (laughs) the listeners at home can choose, did Jesse pee or did he not? That is Uh, Ascension. Yeah. like That is my Silent Hill. (laughs) (laughs) So it's one of those things where I'm like, it it has the potential... (laughs) To be a really cool idea, but I don't trust in Konami to see the execution through to the potential. I can I make two points of that, though. I kind of agree with you coming from, but I actually kind of flipped it. Go on. Konami, look, they, they fuck around with some things, but I don't think this is the failure with Ascension. I do think Ascension's a bad idea. It doesn't matter who was doing it. This isn't going to work. I, I don't think fans chipping in to to lead on with what the story's going to do. It, it's not going to. People aren't going to buy into it. And because if you have a, if you're telling a story that can that easily just you know take a turn, then it is not going to be the best story. It is a gimmick. It's not going to be good. My other point well, I want then- to make is, funnily enough, you know how um, they were making all these uh, pachinko machines in Japan. Mm. The laws have changed. 
so you can't make as much money on them anymore. And now suddenly, hey, Silent Hill, we've got, we got heaps of Silent Hill to go around. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, guys, check this out. <laughs> Don't worry, Metal Gear's next. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, I'll be there for that. But, like, it's... Metal Gear Ascension. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, like, yeah, it's probably going to be a fucking garbage truck on fire. But, like, I don't know. I, I watched this trailer and I was like, okay, I'm a sucker for this kind of shit. It's so... Just, it's We don't... We just don't know enough about it, right? The idea on paper, I'm skeptical of as it is, but seeing nothing really besides people talking about it, I was just like, I, it is really hard to get excited for this. Yeah. yeah. And again, I, I understand your point of view there, Jesse, where like, oh, it's a terrible idea. I think, I think the execution of a like live stream integrated story, maybe we're not there yet. For something like that, maybe we're not going to see the full payoff. But I also feel like you can't eventually get to where we'll have these really fun integrated stories without people making a few steps along the way. Absolutely. I, I don't think there's actually an idea that's going to change that much with technology. It, it's the basic premise of what the idea is. So the last time we had some sort of like interactive technology that I I, I did ending with was Black Mirror's episode um, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yep. And that's not a good episode. Because it's not, but there's it's no fun. cohesive story. Think about the best the, stories you've ever had in media. They have been crafted. They are yeah, every totally. beat is important. Every single thing is important and leads into the next thing. If you can just suddenly flick a switch and be like, "Oh no!" Instead of going to that castle, they go into the ditch or whatever. I don't know why that would but be in Sun Hill, but it. I think it cheapens it, and I don't think any any change in technology or anything, unless you can change the the actual dynamics of what storytelling is. Well, I just think that, you know, if that's your concern, then don't ever play a fucking Telltale game. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, that's all the illusion True. of choice. None of and it you know really what? matters. The Mr. Exception Man, being of- I haven't. <laughs> okay, so. Well, there you, go. God, you showed him. <laughs> Got yeah, him. All right, like, cool. Fair enough. Hey, you know, like, wa- missing out. Walking Dead season one is I was, I was, very I was good. just about to say, the, the sole exception to that being the Walking Dead Telltale stuff, that was phenomenal. And not that um, I've played it, but also The Wolf Among Us as well. Wolf Among Us Season 1 is very good. Just right. to go back to that, though, love that. when you play Telltale games, every decision you make is yours, so you dictate where it's going. Imagine when the decision you really want doesn't go. Like, they don't choose that, and everyone everyone else chooses the other thing. Or yeah, like, It's going to be two options, it's going to be four options, it's going to be five options. If, who this knows? Went, if this went more the way of, like, the quarry or something, I that's think it'd be fine. Yeah. But going hive mm. mind, yeah, that's... It's yeah. Because yeah. no. I think they're trying to like, do it for the memes. Fuck off. Yeah, I think be like, hey, what's the quickest way to see a penis? You know. Yeah, I think it's at Story yeah, Mode th- Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Story Mode AUS. Uh, plus, we're on YouTube as well. Go on. Uh, c- c- coming soon to OnlyFans. Um, Whoa. Apparently. <laughs> uh, no, but I think that's what they're trying to go for with something like this. I think they've seen stuff like The Quarry and Until Dawn and seen how people like to get together as a group and play it. And they're like, well, why don't we do this on a big scale? I think that's the thought process for it. Um, I don't know if, like, using Silent Hill is a good idea for that. But Like, my, my concern with it would be that, like, for – much the same reason that like playing Jackbox games with friends and streaming it isn't that fun because of the fact that the audience then get involved and then the audience vote 
if it's you know more than the amount of players you've got the audience vote automatically wins no matter what and the audience are always going to go for the lowest common denominator which is going to be haha dick haha penis haha you know they have started trying to counteract that though there are there are ways around that now as well absolutely but the the games are designed as as well to sort of not have that outcome as well which is good yeah but but, i mean like with with things like quiplash for example like you just right dick balls fart haha come and there you go that's Half Do you of not Jesse's like our podcast, Simon? Story mode. <laughs> I, I was too busy seeing the basic, on your These are the core <laughs> pillars, okay? <laughs> of your comedy, perhaps. That is our Triforce. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's there's an image I need to make. It's just like four stone columns of like dick balls come ass. Just the four pillars. Holy up could have prepared me for this. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, you know, F in the chat to that. Speaking of F, Silent Hill F in the chat um, is, is, is a, a new Silent Hill story coming out that is all about plants. Kyron, tell us a bit about this. What do you want me to say? Like, so Silent Hill F is different, I guess is the best way to put it, for what Silent Hill mm. normally is. Uh, this time it's this one is set in the nineteen sixties Japan. Yeah, like far removed from the usual like sleepy American town setting of of Silent Hill, which is a very so. Does Silent Hill move? Like is Silent Hill like is it like James Bond at the Monica? <laughs> it's the you friends know, we made. It's, the- it's the friends we made along the way. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, I'm actually being serious. Is, is Silent yeah, Hill like- just the name of wherever the curse whatever it is it could be that, like that could we, really open the franchise up it really could because like at this point silent hill is the town and it had it has like story and lore built into it but if that's the direction they're taking it then I, that would definitely because i think i remember reading but even like when they got towards the end of making their silent hill games team silent wanted the franchise to sort of expand like grow out of what it was um at some point you just stop going to that town yeah, like even in Silent Hill three and four, like you don't spend all of your time in Silent Hill. Like I don't go to Epping much because I've had bad experiences. I'm not going to go back. <laughs> yeah, that town exists to torture people who go there. Like, why would you exactly. go there? Um, but, also, you realize, Jesse, that like more than one place could be called Silent Hill, right? Like, there's not just one. Yeah, place I, I don't on think the I don't think they're going to get mad for calling a, a 1960s town Japan Silent Hill. I mean, it could be called Silent Hill, but in Japanese, I don't know what well, that would they be. They should rename the game. <laughs> but oh, like pull a, pull a Resident Evil Seven. Mm. Yeah, sorry, Whack it, Resident Evil <laughs> Seven Biohazard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, maybe. But like, I, they won't. They, I'm, I'm, I'm no, obviously absolutely not. <laughs> no, no chance. I, I think for me, like like watching this particular trailer. Again, someone with no real knowledge except for being friends with Kyron and like <laughs> having like Sorry, bits and Joel. pieces. Kyron and our other uh, good, another good friend of ours, Ben, um, like just filling me in on things. So that's why I'm aware of the franchise. But watching this trailer, it feels like I don't know. What if like The Last of Us, but a Japanese horror? Like just in terms a, of like a Japanese the, schoolgirl instead, yeah, and like like the the flower and like it's very annihilation things, yeah. It's, it's actually because yeah. annihilation, what a film, but it's yep, the color film. scheme of the end of annihilation 
with the flower yes. moment off an eyelash. Oh, when she was the person man. with the plants. Because it has that really neon-infused otherworldliness. It's a very particular purple like even, that I really like. Yes. Even, even the music is, it feels like, sort of otherworldly for Silent Hill. Like the rendition of the Silent Hill theme that plays at the end of that trailer, I was like, ooh, that is, like, that is hitting different. If they're steering hmm. away a little bit from psychological horror and going into cosmic horror, oh. um, yes, please. Like, I mean, look- this looks like a game that I think may piss off a lot of hardcore Silent Hill fans because you're a fickle bunch. <laughs> I mean, at this point, they're not going to be yeah. happy anyway. Exactly. So yeah. you know what? I mean, yeah. But Kyron, you're, you are one of the enlightened ones. You're optimistic about this. I'm stoked I'm for it. it. I, I am di- I'm, I'm optimistic for it. On my list I'm of games that I'm purely just intrigued about, it. like- I may, not, I may not play them. I may not buy them. But I'm very intrigued by it. This is my top of my list now. I, I have I have an eye on this. And it so helps I, as well. I, I've seen people talking oh. about the um the person they've tapped to do the, to the, for the story as well. Um, Ryuki Shio 7. I've seen a lot of people talking about him online and sort of stories that he chooses, to, that he writes, and he's quite good at them. Loves throwing in, you know, unreliable narrators, which Silent Hill loves. Red herrings. Agatha Christie, like, murder mystery sort of stuff. With, with, with the occasional like not not shying away from the humor Christy but then also going to like go. dark horror stuff as well so i've seen a lot of people like a lot of the excitement for this game is people who are aware of this author and and, and their works so I'm, I'm willing to trust the hive mind in this that that attachment has definitely upped my interest as well see i think just the setting alone makes this seem really interesting yeah right? because we've seen all sorts of variations of sleepy American town horror um, innumerable times. And I think 1960s Japan is such a specific choice. It really is, isn't it? It's, there's like, a lot it's, of it's a, weight behind that choice. Yeah, like the, there's definitely, like there's, there's cultural significance for that era of Japan um, and like the world as a whole. And... It's just interesting because obviously Japan's such a such an interesting country and so many remote towns and friends villages. Friends of the show, which, uh, yeah, the, show. the Japanese friends of the show, and uh, the whole country, whole yeah, country, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like, if you go to some of those sleepy mountain towns and villages now, they're all abandoned or in ruins or on their way to becoming like that, being con- entirely reclaimed by nature. And I think that is still a really cool setting is to have those towns and those villages perhaps in their prime, but something's not quite right. And of course, with like the Japanese beliefs in all sorts of spirits and yokai and the supernatural being quite integrated into their society, I think there's a really good chance this is going to turn out to be something awesome. Yeah, well, like, I mean, really awesome. Mention like the symbolism and stuff. So the flowers that are growing in the trailer, they are. Red spider lilies, um, or, or Lycoris radiata. Yes, that's right. I did some research here. Um, that's my stupid name. Which is what? Red spider or Lycoris radiata? Both. Both. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Yeah, I was going to say, depends on the day. They've given Simon the Tuesday shift, the strip club. <laughs> Tuesday afternoon. It's 11 a.m. Oh, hold it then what? for Si. Oh, wait. Your name wouldn't be Simon, would it be Red Spider mm-hmm. Lily? Um, yeah. But much like Simon's uh, strip, t- uh, strip show, it symbolizes death, final goodbyes, abandonment, and bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Also, the tryptophobia, 
Oh my god, but the, good luck it. Good luck okay. it. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. have it, but man, it, maybe this will develop. Jo- Joel, mm, you've got a little bit, don't you? I do. Like, yeah, I, I can't look at like it. the. I can't look at like a pomegranate cut in half. Like that fucks me up. Like, it's, don't play scorn then. <laughs> Everything's so a pomegranate. Yeah, all, all, all the blossoms coming out of him then. Oh, yep. That's the only <laughs> was part that, was, was that like, worse than the face peeling off? <laughs> the face peeling off is fine. I'm like, it's like a like a. Like, I was like watching that ham at, work. at the deli. I was watching that bit of the trailer at work, and I was like, "Oh, gotta scroll away from the oh. face. Oh. It's no longer there." But it's it not there anymore. It's no issue. Also, yeah. just shout out to to Lockie in the chat, our good friend Lachlan, who's uh, who's done a nice little raid to us. So, hello, hey. everyone, everybody, hello. welcome. We're Story Mode Gaming. We do podcasts, which we're doing now. We have YouTube. We have socials. We've got all sorts of things. But listeners at home, if you're wondering, hey, I want to see that raid happen just now, twitch.tv forward slash stormer.us. You can be part of that. See that? You can see live, that, like, you can live double, that, that double That's like the third one. This plug just then? That was efficient. That was a double in a plug is normally a different thing, but I just nailed it. <laughs> if you've also, I, I just got over my tryptophobia and thinking about that, and you've just like, brought up like memories of requiem for a dream by saying that so now oh. i'm in a different state of like horror <laughs> mindset now where i feel bad this podcast so. is going places <laughs> yeah it's gone to some bad places just sent. well okay really let's did. move on to the next thing this is this is the thing we we didn't get to see much of silent hill townfall i i i, I keep almost saying downfall townfall um all we really know is that Annapurna's making it, and therefore it's going to kick ass. Karen, you were yeah, playing um, Observation, which is Annapurna. Yeah, I, I played Observation, yeah. So um, Annapurna's publishing, the developer is Publish, no code. Yes. Um, yeah, this one, again, so one of the main takeaways I, keep, I think you can say at the end of Silent Hill Transmission is like, all right, we've got a lot of Silent Hill games. Don't know much about them, but it's fine, I guess. Silent Hill's back. But... The, the teaser trailer has already started to be, you know, picked apart by fans, which has been kind of cool seeing the stuff they're finding in there. Just the like, um, the sound scope image. So yeah. the point where if you, if you play an image through a sound scope, it says, or, or vice versa, you play the audio through a sound scope. Whatever. I don't know what a sound scope is. Um, it may not be called that, <laughs> but it says the heart of this town is dead. Yeah, like whatever heart this town had has now stopped. Oh, and yes. there's an SOS signal hidden between that says Vi flesh is weak. Okay. Ooh. So it, it, I don't know. Thanks, and another game. one, there's a message that says, I don't know how to leave. So. Okay, that alone's actually kind of flipped my opinion because initially when I was looking at, um, <laughs> when I was when I was looking at Town 4, I was like, ah, this looks kind of bland at the moment. I mean, Acknowledging it's a very early first sort of look, but that that's pretty interesting. I immediately got yeah, vibes off because, like, with the radio and this is sound dumb. The table that that radio is on is a very particular shade of white that reminds me of a boat. I, I reckon that table's on a boat. So I've yep. got these weird okay. oxen-free vibes that oh. you're on an island. And I don't know, the, the moment it invoked Oxenfree, I, I I was on a different level with this game. This Ooh. is one of those ones we know nothing about it, but mm. just the, the little parts of my brain, it's tickling. I got, I got, look, this whole Silent Hill showcase got me pretty damn hyped. 
I, whatever it's going to be, I get to play Silent Hill 2 for the first time. Um, F yep. looks so interesting. And Townfall, cool. I mean, I, I, I'd love to see what's, what else we're going to learn about it. The other one, I've already forgotten what it's called. Ascension. Yeah, fuck it. Ascension. <laughs> Don't forget the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, what was that yeah, about? Yeah. I didn't write notes about it because I just didn't care. <laughs> it's just they're making a movie of Silent Hill 2. And it's the guy who made the, the first Silent Hill movie, which is divisive. But depending on who you talk to, you'll get various opinions on What's the quality the of What's the review? Of that movie? Of that movie. It's so... I, I think... I think... I like it more than I hate it. There are things that I don't like about it, but like there are decisions <laughs> that I'm like, I get it, right? Like including Pyramid Head or Red Pyramid thing. Even though he's very strictly tied to James, but that was also the point where it's just like, fuck it, he's everywhere. He's here. He's in Silent Hill Homecoming. He's in Silent Hill Book of Memories, I'm pretty sure. That dumb Vita Diablo game. I think so, yeah. So like He's in a kart racer at some point. He is in a kart sure. racer. Yeah, you yeah. can play as him in the Bomberman game that came out a while ago. <laughs> That's the one. He was in the yeah, Olympics also- game they made as well. From a lot yeah, of cosplays I've seen on Twitter recently, he's yes. in my dreams. <laughs> he's, 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 he's haunting me. But um, the movie itself, I think, reason. is fine. As far as like video game adaptations go, I was like, look, there are concessions here that I'll accept. But one that I will not ever defend and will continue to hate is the sequel, Silent Hill Revelation, which is a, a, a take on Silent Hill 3, but it's god-awful. It's terrible. It's so bad. And uh, Sean Bean's in it. And I love Sean Bean, but he can't save it. Oh, Sean Bean. John Snow's in it as well. <laughs> Kit Harrington. Oh, so the whole, the whole crew, the whole crew's there. The, the whole crew. <laughs> Those two. Sucks. Um, yeah, no, like, yeah, but this, this revelation was terrible. I, I will give Silent Hill 1 a pass. Like, it's been, it was, if you want to watch a video game movie, it is acceptable. You get to watch Pyramid Head rip the skin off that chick, and it's just like, whoa. <laughs> You That's shouldn't something do that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I they seem like they were speaking pretty highly of two with the showing of the storyboards and stuff. But yeah. much like remaking the game, like turning Silent Hill Two into like what a ninety minute movie, I I don't I don't envy it. The one thing I will always begrudge those movies for is like it they almost universally changed what Silent Hill was even in the games, and that. I don't like either. Like becoming like the rusted world as opposed to like having different takes on the other world. It was just like, no, now it is just rusty. I'm like, okay, cool. We're just this now. Um, but yeah, Silent Hill 2 movie, don't know. I don't know where I stand on it. It could be good, but I just don't know how it's going to really work, especially I, like as a viewer. I'm seeing an actual weight come off Karen's shoulders. I feel like you needed to get a little bit of a rant out about the Silent Hill films <laughs> off your back. And you were clean. What about now. the movies? Or How about the movies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, Revelation's so bad. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. They bring back Pyramid Head again, and I just like. Ugh. Well, I have no good segue into the end of the uh, end of the show, so I'm just gonna pile on through, or I can go for a pee again. I don't know. Um, viewers <laughs> at home, pick your option. Okay. <laughs> oh, is this Ascension? This, this is, is like the early yeah. early they access. Called it, they should have called it Silent Hill Dog Options. Great name for a podcast. Great name for a podcast. And if you want to listen to that podcast, you can on all great podcast services. You get to hear Karen, Joel, occasionally a guest. I was on it last night. That episode will be out soon. Um, while you're there, also check out Stone Raider Video Game Podcast. The podcast is until now. So imagine you're listening to it and you know where to find it. Hmm. 
What a conundrum. But just in but case make sure you, don't. you like and subscribe it as well. Leave a comment, tell your friends about it. If you want to watch these podcasts, ooh, that's different and new. We do have a YouTube now, just search for Story Mode Gaming. Um, there are, other, are a few other Story Mode Gaming, so maybe just give us a like and help push us up that algorithm, eh? Um, we're going to have a few special shows that will just be going to YouTube in the future. Um, and a few, I'm, I'm working on a review. We'll have our first video review in the next few weeks for um, Sparks <laughs> of Hope. Hey, I'll give you guys a clue real good real fucking good um if you want to keep up to date with all those updates and new content and such follow us on your socials at story mode gaming and also at dialogue options um you can follow us all individually on the twitter sphere i'm at jesse spanner joel where can they find you you can find me at jolly mac simon you can find me at sci 41 and Kyron. You can find me where I am at Lemon Man X. Where did Lemon Man X come from? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. That's a, that's a big story. I'll give you the short version. Oh, wait, no, 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 dumb... no, no, no. If you want to find out stuff like that, you need to be part of the post show, which you can oh, find okay. at oh. twitch.tv forward slash story mode AUS. That is thinking on my feet, Justin, because I do want to hear the story. But I don't want to give away for free. Um, so <laughs> make sure you go and check us out. We do have the pre <laughs> and the post show. We, 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 we talk shit. Um, and I, we normally just talk about alcohol reviews, to be honest, but yeah. now we're going to hear about usernames. It's going to be good. All right, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I, I, I'm, this is a, this Always. is a good chunk of games. There's some good stuff coming out soon. And I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. being pumped. Um, survival horror fans are feasting and it's a good time. Mm. Very, very good time. And dear I hope you're having a good time. I hope you're excited for these games as well. Hope you're doing well. And, uh. We'll catch you next week. Be safe. Play some games. Bye. Bye. Hey, Karen, stop recording. (laughs) Thank you.